the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today is uh, indeed the Feast of Pentecost, uh, which is a, a feast that uh, took place all through all through um, the, the Bible and the Old Testament, the Jewish history after after Moses led Israel out of bondage in Egypt, um, and then went up Mount Sinai and received the Ten Commandments. So this is 50 days after they were rescued from Egypt. 50 days after the Passover is the giving of the law on Mount Sinai when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments. So this is Pentecost 50 um, in the Greek. So this is not a, a, a in there, it's, it's the Feast of, Feast of Weeks, and if you're reading through, through the Bible, um, but it's, it's, a, it's one of the three main uh, festivals where all of um, Israel is called to return to Jerusalem for worship. And so this is one of the reasons that, that all these various different um, languages are being spoken when, when the Spirit of God comes, because uh, in, in after, after the temple was, was conquered um, way back when, you know, 500 years ago, um, that Israel was dispersed to many different places and many different regions. And some people came back. And some people stay away, and so you know they just returned, you know, for um, for high feasts like Passover and Pentecost and the Day of Atonement. And so here's where we are today, um, in this in this holy holy day, um, and it is not uh, without coincidence, right, that that tongues of fire come upon. The, the disciples, because where else did we see fire that didn't get consumed but the burning bush with Moses, right? And so this, this is an, you know, an illusion that's right in line um, with, with the giving of the law and, and the redemption of Israel and the redemption of, of God's people, now the salvation plan. And so as... The Spirit of God has come this day uh, with, a, with a mighty wind and tongues of fire resting upon the apostles who then proclaim um, that, that Jesus has come, that Jesus is the Messiah, that Jesus um, is the one that we've been waiting for, and Jesus is the one where salvation um, comes from. And they begin to preach in different kind of tongues, and this is different than, than the speaking of, of tongues um, that's later on in the Bible, because this is actually preaching for other people to understand what is being, being spoken, that everybody hears the same message in their own language, that Jesus is Lord. Um, and so there's this reversal again of, as we, as we look back at Old Testament motifs, reversal of, of the Tower of Babel, remember in, in the Tower of Babel where people are trying to build this tower to get to God, and God confuses their language, and so they had to disperse um, in Genesis. Now, the opposite of that is God has get, given everybody a common language, or at least a common message, that they might know that all might be unified. 
that now we're unified through the Spirit in Christ. Um, and, and here, um, some people are amazed, some people are marveled, some people think the apostles are drunk. Peter says, it's only 9 o'clock in the morning, can't be drunk, which is a very, gen <laughs> very generous thing to say in the middle of a, of a festival, I think. But, you know, but Peter says, no, this is, this is what the prophet Joel talked about in the last days. In the last days, the Spirit of God will be poured out. And, and, and so here, this is one of those ones where every once in a while people will come up to me and they'll say, Father, do you think we're in the last days and the end times? And the answer is yes. We've been in the last days and the end time for 2,000 years now. Um, and we continue to be in the last days and the end times. Because this is what happens when the Spirit of God has come. It's launched the end times, the last days in which salvation has come to the world. And now we've been empowered, emboldened, and given gifts, as we heard from the reading in Corinthians, as one body, to build up the church of God on earth, to prepare ourselves and the world for the return of Jesus. So yes, we're here in those last days. Does it mean it's going to come and be figured it out? I don't know. In fact, I'm pretty sure Jesus says, nobody knows the hour that I'll come back. That doesn't stop people from trying to figure it out, but no one knows the hour. But here we are with the Spirit of God empowering, blessing, filling. And we have in, in, this, in this moment, we see in Peter this great radical shift now in the Gospels where Peter, for the most part, has been, you know, on and then off. He's high, then he's low. He stumbles and then he's, he's you know, right, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, you are the rock because flesh and blood did not reveal to you that I'm Christ. And then a minute later, get behind me, Satan. You don't have in mind things of God. You have in mind things of men. Right? And now, with the Holy Spirit, Peter is transformed. Right? He's, he's given this, this great gifts and this great assurance and, and the power and strength to live for the glory of God. And, and now even better, um, than just it being for the apostles. This is for everyone. When it says in the prophet Joel, we're in the last days in the spirit of God, and your sons and your daughters and your maidservants and your manservants will prophesy, that basically means everybody. It doesn't mean the high priest. It doesn't mean a prophet once every you know, few hundred years will get the spirit of God. It means everybody will receive the Spirit of God and have the presence and power of the living water flowing in them and through them. And this is the joy of which we celebrate today, that this gift, the first gift to the church of, of the Spirit of God, that promise being fulfilled that Jesus said that we've been talking about, 
don't, don't worry, I will send forth a counselor, and he'll be with you, and I will be with you always to the end of the age. I'll be with you always to the end of the age. And this is the joy of, of Pentecost, of this spirit. As Jesus says, all who thirst will be quenched by the living water of the spirit that I'll give you. All who thirst, everyone who desires to know God's grace and God's love and God's power will be filled with this spirit. And now, like, like many things, this has been abused through the years to the point where, where we even have, um, we've divvied it up and have Pentecostal churches where I'd say, um, St. Matthias is a Pentecostal church, even though you're getting nervous at me, because, because the Pentecostal church means that the Spirit of God is here. That's what Pentecost is, right? It's not just by signs and gifts and wonders and this, all, all of this. We have received the joy and grace of God. And I grew up in a church where even on Pentecost Sunday, the main part Pentecost Sunday was wearing red. Otherwise, I'm not sure the Holy Spirit was actually mentioned. It might have been mentioned in the proper preface for the, for the service. But other than that, we didn't talk about the Holy Spirit because that was for down the road and you didn't want to be associated with any charismatics or Pentecostals or anything like that because all you needed is faith in Jesus at the end. But in reality, the Spirit of God, the presence of God that lives within us is what unites us, unifies us, and gives us the ability to love like Jesus loves. If you're trying to love like Jesus loves without the Holy Spirit, it is not going to go well for you. It just won't. In your own power, in your own strength, we'll fail. This is this, the hard truth. The ways that we can love like Jesus loves is because we have the spirit and presence of God in us. When Paul says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and when he says, be filled with the Holy Spirit, that's a continual be verb, a continuous verb, continue to be filled over and over and over and over again because as one priest said before, um, I need to keep being filled with the Holy Spirit because I leak. <laughs> and if you're like me, you might leak too. And we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit over and over and over again. Or the other images, you can be like a balloon and you can be filled with the Holy Spirit this much. Or if you keep blowing it, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit this much. So there's, it's, it's even more that way as well. Be, keep being filled with the Spirit of God. That we might love one another like Jesus loves us. That we might heal one another as Jesus heals us. That we might serve one another as Jesus serves us. These are the invitations that we're invited to. This is the work of the church. And this is the work of the church that the world is looking for in these last days. 
They want to see people embracing and serving and loving and humbling. They're not looking for a king like Caesar. They're looking for a servant like Jesus who's come to redeem the world. And this is the invitation to the church and this is the gifts that we've been empowered with. In fact, if you read that list of gifts again in, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, you'll see a most remarkable thing in which the gifts of the Spirit are gifts to be used on somebody else. They're not for you. Right? They're for somebody else. How can you teach if you don't have a student? How can you intercede if you're not praying for someone? How can you serve if you're not serving someone? How can you be hospitable if you lock your door to the world? Right? All of these Gifts of the Spirit are gifts to be used on somebody else. This is what we've been empowered with in order to bless and be a blessing to the world around us and to one another and to build each other up. And so um, our prayers of people today are, are going to be the litany, litany for the church which I'll have to go and find on my little book because it's hidden away. I think it's like on 579 in the prayer book um, or something like that. Um, and, after we, and after we do the litany for the church um, and pray for, for us, um, we're going to have just a, a, a prayer. And then I invite you um, to come forward. Shirley's going to play songs from Lift Every Voice and Sing that have been put down. On this. That's the multicolored hymnal that's in front of you if you want to sing. Um, but also, as you come, um, I invite you to come forward and, and Gwen and I will be here to um, anoint you with chrism and to pray a blessing of the Spirit on you. The chrism is that, that oil that we get in baptism that says you are sealed by the Holy Spirit, marked as Christ's own forever. And even though... You only need to be baptized, really, and sealed once and marked as Christ's own forever. As we said, when you're talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit, um, you leak. So this will be like a little, maybe like a little duct tape or something, right, to put over you, um, to, to empower you, to bless you. So um, that's, that's what we'll, we'll do um, leading up to the peace. So... It's 578. 578. Thank you very much. That was close. Thank you, Jim. I'll give you 578. You got time because I got like a paragraph to say before anything happens. Let us thank God whom we worship here in the beauty of holiness. Eternal God, the heaven of heavens cannot contain you much less the walls of temples made with hands. Graciously receive our thanks for this place and accept the work of our hands offered to your honor and glory for the church universal of which these visible buildings are the symbol. Amen. For your presence whenever two or three have gathered together in your name. 
For this place where we may be still and know that you are God. For making us your children by adoption and grace and refreshing us day by day with the bread of life. For the knowledge of your will and the grace to perform it. For the fulfilling of our desires and petitions as you see best for us. For the pardon of our sins, which restores us to the company of your faithful people. For the blessing of our vows and the crowning of our years with your goodness. For the faith of those who have gone before us and for our encouragement by their perseverance. For the fellowship of Matthias, our patron, and of all your saints. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Yours, O Lord, is the kingdom. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and set our hearts aflame with your love. Come, Holy Spirit, for we are thirsty. Thirsty for the presence of God, that we will be never left without comfort and hope. Thirsty for the love of Jesus. Thirsty for the gifts to witness to the world the wonder and awe of your saving grace. We celebrate no longer keeping the law in order to be saved, but Jesus being the fulfillment of the law that saves us. Come, Holy Spirit. Rest upon us with flames that never die out. Come, Holy Spirit, anoint your people. Give them the gifts that you'd have them to possess in order to live and serve you. Come, Holy Spirit. Set us aglow with your love. Come Holy Spirit. I invite you at this time to come forward to see the Christmas. Do we have a first song? Our first song is 210 Down by the Riverside. Down by the Riverside. These are all lift up your voices. 